The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode in the month of November. Name of the episode was changed at the last minute. It is now Hot Penguin v. Elizabeth Moth. You'll have to listen to figure it out, but uh, yeah. Last minute episode name change. It really doesn't affect you at all. I don't know why I'm telling you, but there we go. Uh, Great, great episode. Everybody's at the table and uh, we're having a good time. Hope you enjoy it. And we want to thank our sponsors for making this all possible, of course. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, open seven days a week. The hold or pull service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. What a deal. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. I'll see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, Cabin Fever, serving the Wasatch Front for over 35 years. They want to take a sec to say thank you for your continued support. Located in historic Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South, 700 East, it's Cabin Fever so much more than a card store. Black Velvet Boutique, trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Visit them at 595 South State in Clearfield and mention Geek Show to receive special discounts. They're locally owned and open seven days a week. And of course, Booze Teak. I was just in there saying hi to Ivy the other night. Uh, your boozy barware and gift emporium steps away from the downtown wine and liquor store. Mention Geek Show, you'll get a 15% discount off of your purchase. Boostique shop local. All right, let's get to this episode. It is Hot Penguin v. Elizabeth Moth. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. Yay! Hey, thanks, Bud. I'm so happy to be here. Hey. Thanks for coming. Hey. I miss you guys for that whole week. That, that whole we don't week? See, that we don't see each other. I know, right? Kayfabe. Uh, what? Huh? Kayfabe. What's kayfabe mean? That means, uh, like in wrestling, the uh, the story, the mm-hmm. mythology. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kayfabe. Uh-huh. What's kayfabe stand yeah. for? I didn't know that. I don't know. Killer fun. No, no. Jeffrey, awesome. It, it stands for Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I believe. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. This man did not kill himself. <laughs> what? Uh, he is kayfabe? No, I don't know how to use that. Yeah. It's Shannon Barnes. Yeah, that's me, motherfuckers. Hi. How's yeah, it going? Yeah. Uh, come to my goddamn pub quiz. No. It'll fuck you. It'll change <laughs> your life. Uh, <laughs> eight o'clock Wednesdays. Fucking step outside your bubble, you jerks. No. But I like my bubble. <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Eight o'clock. Lucky All thirteen. Right. Visit their new. They have, you know, they have a roadhouse opening up in Jordan Landing. Roadhouse. I did not know that. Yeah, it's called uh, Lucky's Iron Door. It's going to be, you'll actually be able to bring your kids to one part so they can have those wonderful burgers. Why would you fuck up a good time? Well, but, they go to Lucky 13. But hold on. Roadhouse. There's a speakeasy as well. <laughs> There's a speakeasy as well so you can get the fuck away from kids. What's That's, the password for that? Yes, yeah, sir. Well, it's because. Uh, the password is Roadhouse. It's, a, it's Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Sh- a but you have, pu- to, you have to say it like Peter Griffin. No, no, exactly. Roadhouse. Yeah, uh, Roadhouse. Uh, a polar bear fell on me. Um, yeah, but this is Utah, so I know what's going to happen is people are going to be like, okay, we brought our kids here. Eat your burger, kids. I'm going to go get drunk. 
Yeah, because well, Utah, Utah has this herd mentality with kids. Where like, I've had it happen in movie theaters where people drop their kids off next to me mm-hmm. and left. Yeah. What? Well, let yeah. me just recommend that they put a ball crawl in there. Then there you go. Yeah. There you go. A you dirty be. ass ball. Crawl. You'll be set. Uh, also, please like uh, donate to our GoFundMe. <laughs> Fourth grade is going skiing on the GoFundMe. They're gonna battle. Let's for the take mountain. some kids skiing and let Shannon sit and drink. Coco <laughs> in the lodge in the ball crawl in the ball crawl like Lord of the Flies style mm-hmm. no like Lord a 1980s you know like ski what you mean when you were born shut up <laughs> wait what was the John Cusack movie where oh they, yeah I guess it was 89 if you're 30 huh yeah. better yeah. off dead barely yeah. Yeah. Better, better off, off dead, dead. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, is booger? that the one you're thinking of sure with booger with yep. booger Mm-hmm. Do you realize the uh, street value of this mountain? Look at her face. starts snorting snow. That's not what she was thinking of. Look I'm at thinking her face. Of that. I, if I'm being honest, I'm thinking of that Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they go skiing. Oh, and yeah. And Frank's going to buy the mountain, and they right. got to ski to win the mountain. Because what, you were 11 when that came on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was just thinking about Booger. That's a funny episode. She's Rebecca Frost. Sup? Come to my pub quiz. It's way better than Fuck Shannon's. her pub quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> man! What do you do? You taking that geeks that drink money? No, I you don't, don't talk know. like a um, like a fuckwad, like, like a, a fuckwad enough. <laughs> yeah. Hey, coming up, it's a little round. Hey, coming up, it's the big, <laughs> big round with the big cash <laughs> yeah. prize. I'm, I'm not- gonna ask a question. We'll play thirty minutes of music. I was just gonna say, I'm not saying this because you're my lifelong friend, but yeah, the geeks who drink thing up's not fucking bullshit. Bad. Uh, go to go fuck to you guys. First person to bring me a written thing gets a prize. A doodad. BigChinnyRobot.com <laughs> at Joss Whelan on Twitter. There we go. Give me a fiver, you get 15 points extra. I'm stuck in this voice. He's not stuck in this voice. He's Lee George Cade. I'm really not. Oh. But check out my pub quiz. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck your pub quiz, bud. Yeah. My, my pub quiz is uh, two two to five times daily oh. at bleedingcool.com. Oh, I believe that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be just as random as anything you would ever expect from me. So I'll be covering comic books, TV shows, uh, the video games, the tabletop games. And uh, I'm going to try to work in inside jokes about the uh, reproductive cycles of different types of marsupials. Please do. Oh, I look yeah. forward to that. Yeah. Because it's fun it's and it's learning. Right. And if uh, you're it's looking to check out some tabletop games, uh, check out Shiv Games. And we are on eBay. We do free shipping anywhere here in these United States. And uh, we're generally about 15% under retail. So if you really have to spend $195 on that Warhammer Age of Sigmar box set, uh, get it through us and save yourself some money. All right. Uh, when is your pub quiz, Tony? Come check out my pub quiz. Fuck your pub quiz, yeah. bud. I want to hear more. Once every week, we specialize in Green Lantern and Arnold Schwarzenegger trivia. Wow, that's awesome. so Study so up, stupids. To, <laughs> so close to Don Pardo. Yeah. Scary. I don't know who that is, but thanks. He's the oh. SNL guy. The SNL guy? And fucking, uh, wasn't he... Uh, he was a game show announcer. Game of Price? It, uh, price is right. <laughs> game of Price. Good old... Game, game of prizes. Oh, that came. That you know, came with a Shannon Bronson, come on down. I You're the next game con- of prize. You're the next contestant on Game of Prize. One dollar prize. One dollar. I, I liked the first six seasons. Is that the seasons. name of the? <laughs> 
Listen in. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I think I think the last season of Game of Thrones just fell apart. I do too. I didn't like it when I brought in Drew Carey. I want a dragon. <laughs> Check out my pub quizzes on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot. All right, thank you very much. What's Carrie, weird is yours pub I, quiz? I miss like being sick and go and watching Game of Prize. Oh yeah, it was great. You'd stay home. Yeah. yeah. What's weird is all four of us use Brian Young as a co-host. Yeah. Is, how does he get time to do I all don't of this? How he's not a co-host me? on my pub oh, quiz. Was, no. He's barely a. Co-host on mine. He's always out of town. Yeah, well, he's a thriving writer. Do you uh, need a fill-in co-host? Yeah, I want to do it. I'll be your. Would you do it for real? Because I hate doing it by myself. Yeah, man. My um, go-to guy died. My uh, my pub quiz is Monday through Friday, six to ten. <laughs> x 96com All right. I I can't make any promises, but uh, why don't you use Brian Young as a co-host? Yeah. Monday through Friday, six to ten. <laughs> That's all you care. I'll. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you later. He's got two other co-hosts. All right. Uh, he's got a co-host coming out of his ears. Uh, up to here with co-hosts. Yeah. He's got four right here. <laughs> he's oh, got Gina co-hosts. and he's got Stuart Little. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> not easy. Uh, here we go. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Bat- Pattinson. Fuck him, man. He was a vampire once. Fuck him. Fuckity fuck. No, now he goes on and fucks mermaids. Ba- Batman was a vampire once when he fought yep. Dracula. Oh, yeah. Dracula. Okay. Um, Dracula. So, so Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Has a little something to say about Batman. Cedric Diggory? And I don't know mm, if you guys know this, but Pattinson has looked into it. Is he oh, old? thank God. Is he telling us I don't know parents? nothing about Batman. Pattinson says... Did you guys know his parents were killed? He's an orphan. <laughs> he says he's described Batman as a dope character. Dope? But he's dope? But Man. not a hero. Man, that guy's no, he's dope. Not. No, he's a dope. Okay, wait. <laughs> It gets deeper, all right? Okay. Pattinson. 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 He's bringing the knowledge about Batman. He's dropping the mic. He's yes. bringing the think he know what's. He is. Okay. With his brain meat. Batman's not a hero, though. He's a complicated character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I could ever play a real hero. Oh. There's always got to be something a little wrong. Yeah. I think it's because one of my eyes is smaller than the other one. <laughs> is that what he said for real? <laughs> I love uh-uh. Robert Pattinson because he just makes shit up all the time. Yeah. When he was on the he was on the Today awesome. Show during his Twilight rounds, and he said that he watched a clown die in front of him at the circus once, <laughs> and then he went on to do another interview, and they were like, "Is this true?" And he's like, "No." no. <laughs> all right, I, I love. Robert I'm liking Pattinson. this. Yeah. I'm liking. All right, this a he's lot. got more. I love the director Matt we- Matt Reeves. It's a dope character. It's dope. My his, eyes smaller. His mor- his morality is a little off. He's uh-huh. not the golden boy, unlike almost every other comic book character. Mm. There is a simplicity to his worldview, but where it sits is strange, which allows you to have more scope with the character. So I'm just happy to hear that Robert Pattinson finally read a Batman comic. There you go. Yeah. And he's got... Good job, bud. He's so, got a little grasp good on job. what the character is. Good job, big shooter. A little I'm understanding just, there. I'm really worried that we might get a Batman movie where we don't see Martha Wayne's pearls hit the ground. <laughs> that Dude, particular slow motion manner. Well, don't worry. You get it Bat- in Joker. On Batwoman <laughs> this week, fucking Martha Wayne's pearls were in it. Heck yeah. But they, what, did they restring them? Were they on the ground? <laughs> yeah, but then they fucking. Um, but where's Martha? They were. They were. They were the MacGuffin. Yeah, uh, uh, because that is my favorite sandwich. Yes, the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin. It's I, back. It's, it's MacGuffin. I don't know where it came from, but it solved everything. It's back. Um, uh, but it was Martha Wayne's pearls that were on display in and, this case that 
Bruce has in his right. House. Never forget that he masturbates too. That he ma- yeah. <laughs> Never forget my mom died. But it was it was it was Martha. such a it was such a Batman sixty six plot. It was uh, don't get me wrong. I like the Batwoman show. Yeah. I do, and and she's awesome. This is sounding I, better by the second. Once again, I'm so glad there's so many superheroes uh, shows you can jerk off to. But yeah, exactly. There, this was the plot. It <laughs> Lots was of le- hot lesbian sex. It Come was. On. I want to hear about the pearls. At the Gotham Museum. I I think Shannon made some. (laughs) Did a guy in a... At the the Gotham Museum, there was a... Meanwhile, at the Gotham Museum. Exactly. And And what was her name? The Uh, show was... The show was called Jewelry of influential women in history or something yeah, like some that. PBS bullshit. special. Yeah. Favorite PBS so special. It's yeah. such On a, right after Antiques so, Roadshow. But it's such a Batman 66 <laughs> right, thing, and, you and, know? And it was like this uh, character yeah. named Magpie who was basically Black Cat. They like yeah. shiny things. And she's like things. stealing shit. Oh did my they god, do, I didn't yeah, even figure did that out. Right. So did they do Magpie better on Batwoman than they did on Gotham? Because she was really obnoxious on she Gotham. Was no, she was fucking hey, I've got a question. Why does Martha Wayne ever done that she's considered air quote influential? Well, she from died. What, from what I understand, um, really wealthy philanthropists take money uh, from their employees that actually do all of the work so that they can then turn around and give that money to charitable organizations to put themselves in a lower tax bracket. But you mm. guys, here's the fucked up thing. That's not even the fucked up no. thing. No. There's more. Magpie stole Martha Wayne's pearls. Martha. From the Wayne building. And then she fucking 3D printed that must with be explosive it. ink. With explosive, <laughs> explosive ink. ink. You know, the, the, Again, this whole plot what? was yeah, so bad. So this is Ocean's 8. This was uh, Ocean's 8. Uh, 3D printed explosive Martha Wayne pearls. pearls and then... Guess what happened? They explode. Did they explode? Well, first they fell off the thing. Like, what row? They fell plop, off plop, plop. and they broke. Boom. And then somehow her fucking cape saved Kit. Is, uh, yeah. Could you imagine? But there was some great lesbian sex in it. Explosive pearls. She wouldn't have died. Yeah, she would have uh, yeah. saved everyone that night. Maybe. So, That's true. That show makes me do explosive. Did pearls. they have a gigantic? Stop, we get it. Did they have a gigantic uh, <laughs> prop oyster that the villains hid in? <laughs> I'm serious. Because that, that episode of Batman 66 you're talking about, they had a giant war elephant from Egypt that was full of the uh, of King Tut's goons. And it's the one that Robin got his foot stuck in, and we were like, he's going to fucking oh die. No. And then there was another show I was watching the other night, and I can't remember what it was because I was a little drunk. And a little. The, the, plot line, a little. the plot line was... was you have you no know, room to talk, Shannon. Detective, we've got to detective this thing out. And it, it read like... You know, you could have had Adam West and Burt Ward saying the yeah. lines, and it would have been hilarious. But it was in this dramatic show, and it came down to... I think it might have been Batwoman. I, it, probably. It, it might have been. It was something like, the Gotham Museum. You know, yeah. it was, it was We like have that. to detective this out. Do you know who hates that fucking show? Who? Jay Washington. Jay doesn't like Oh, Batwoman? God, he just... Every fucking... I don't hate it. He's fucking hate watching it, because every day he's like... Fucking look what they said today. <laughs> I don't hate it. I mean, that's well, that's typing. such a good impression. Yeah, I just <clears throat> I just like it. Uh huh. I mean, I know Nailed it. I know it's it's its first few episodes. Mm. It's its first season. Yeah. It's going to figure itself out. Yeah, or not, or not. But <laughs> I'm going to give it a chance because I, I like because be I like Ruby Rose and I like you the know? lesbian sex. Yeah. I think it's going to get canceled. 
Too much lesbian sex on my TV. Oh, I think hear about Delta Did having to go see? back and restore the, the the cut gay footage from Rocket Man and what? what? Yeah, eh? one of the one of the airlines uh, had Rocket Man and what's the Olivia Wilde? Movie? Oh, Booksmart. Yeah, Booksmart. So they, they they cut they the cut same the sex lesbian scene. scenes. No, out of those movies. No sex, and they live in Booksmart, just a kiss. And they yeah. also cut out the word vagina. Yeah, so they, they cut this word. shit out, all of a sudden they're like, oh shit, that's, Wait a minute. we edited those they, movies. They clearly movie. haven't seen Batwoman then, yeah. because yeah. there's <laughs> plenty going on. Is um, there? Yeah. Oh my god. A lot of great... Well, I, it does, <laughs> he, he, two women in the same room, and I Chan's was, losing like, his mind. So. <laughs> what was <laughs> sad is, Carrie, hmm? so you watched the latest Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. I cried too when her and the uh, bartender broke up. When her and the bartender. Who, <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to miss who, you. Whom we just met in the episode prior. Right. Oh and I'm going to miss her so much. Well, that's, see, she's learning what Bruce Wayne learned, and that is can't have relationships yeah, necessarily. It's a little tricky. She's got to bone down so every she's once learning. in a while. Yeah, yeah you got to bone. No, no it's bones. okay. It's okay to. <laughs> True. It's okay to date bartenders. They have bones? That's great. Are you saying lesbians yeah. don't have bones? 210 of them. Fuck. <laughs> they are magical. Yeah, this is cartilage. Like a shark. That's yeah. just cartilage. No, I actually, uh, I've been, to- I've been told lesbian that, I've been told that you're a shark lesbian. Like sharks, you know how like they just gotta swim or they'll die. If they yeah. stop scissoring, they'll uh, die. Lesbians just have to uh, walk around Home Depot or they'll die. Ooh. I liked my if they stop scissoring, they'll die. Yeah, hers was better. <laughs> like Fight that. me. Well done. I like. Well it, yeah. done. I'm rarely horrified. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then before and this is also not one of those times. And before we go to broken news, just a quick. <laughs> this is something that you're going to get Have on we your talked Disney. Talked about anything? You're going <laughs> yes. to get this on your Disney Plus. What do we got? What, what is it, Carrie? What is it, Carrie? Know, I don't think it's, it's a lesbian good. show for Shane. No, it's not. Okay. Is it the animated yeah, X Men series it. from the '90s? No. Well, challenge accepted. Maybe he can blow his load to this. You will get that. Yeah. Um, but you know, because they also own the Muppets. Hmm. Okay. Love You're, those Muppets. The Jim, the Jim Henson Company has announced a new series developing for Disney Plus called okay. Earth to Ned, a 30-minute talk show where an alien interviews celebrities to learn about humanity. Now, right away, you got a problem there. Yeah. Because celebrities, celebrities are not. Celebrities aren't humans. I thought you were going to say they don't have humanity. They don't have that either. <laughs> They're lizard people. Um, mm. So Earth to Ned, straight to series order. Lizard manity. Um, Earth and Ned about a blue alien named Ned and his lieutenant Cornelius, who find themselves abandoning their planned invasion of Earth because they're too fascinated with pop culture. Their talk show features mm. Ned interviewing celebrities that chat about all things that he finds so amazing about Earth and its people. This sounds like a <laughs> show I've seen before. I could just hear the pitch room. What's a sounds funny a name? Like What's a funny Cumsco's. name, guys? A couple uh, of shows. Ned. A couple of shows. Ned's a, Ned's a funny name. What's another funny name? Cornelius. Yeah, Cornelius. Ned and Cornelius. Got it. So, you ever seen that show, uh, The the Space Goes Coast to Coast? So, there's that. Uh, We're just going to do that. But there's another show. Alf. Well, (laughs) no, Alf had a talk show. There was a show that TJ Miller made just for the internet. And he was shopping at the Comedy Central, and they were interested until... Until he, everyone found out he was a jerk. Everybody found out what an asshole he, he is. was a buttfucker. Uh, called The Goreburger Show, which you can go online and still watch. I like and burgers. it's him, it's an alien, and a talk show interviewing celebrities. I just don't know how T.J. Miller doesn't sue the Henson Company. Yeah, he's probably too busy trying to roofie people in bars. Yeah, no, T.J. Miller's an asshole. Yeah, uh, he's probably they, like like in a drug coma somewhere. They they pick the wrong Muppet because the show that I want to see, Gonzo, the Muppet, it should be Gonzo. No, 
The Muppet I want to see interviewing people. Chef. Let the man speak. Oh, I know where you're going. I'm, I'm Deadly. Speaker. Oh, Uncle Deadly. Uncle Deadly. Uncle Deadly. Or the With shrimp. a talk show. Or Pepe the Prawn, the yeah, King Pe- Pawn. Yeah. yeah, he'd be great. I'd uh, like I also think Sam the Eagle would be a fantastic talk oh. show host. Well, it'd be it'd be like Rush Limbaugh. Sam right. the Eagle. Because Sam the Eagle, I mean, I loved his bit on the original Muppet show because it would always be like, this is disgusting. Yeah. Like a, Col- a Colbert report. He could do one thing that made me laugh out loud. He would he would be outraged uh-huh. and then hold perfectly still. Yep. yep. And then his eyes would go back, back and forth. <laughs> and that's all it took. I yeah. would fucking. People, die. It's hard. It's hard because the last Muppet Show was. I actually thought it was I a lot of it. fun. I had I a good too. time with it. You I mean, mean, the Thirty Rock version of yes, Muppet. I you really yeah. liked it. You I guys, it me, Gina, we all. Loved yeah, that, and show. I don't think it got. I don't think it got the chance that it needed. Then I don't it, think the '96 so Muppet Show killed me too because I remember the episode with Garth Brooks as the guest, and he wouldn't sing, and he kept showing up. Like they'd be like, "Okay, Mr. Brooks, it's time for you to do your bit," and he'd come out and he'd be like in kabuki makeup. Yeah. And then the next time they bring him out, he's like, he's doing, he's doing, uh, he's dressed up like a cop because he's doing a police procedural, and he's like, "I just want to not be Garth oh. Brooks for a few minutes." Um, do you think they're going to have all the Muppet shows on Disney Plus? Uh, that I have not heard because the fourth and fifth season never actually made it to DVD. That's true, and but I don't know if Disney owns that. They may own the Muppets, but they may not own those shows because that may be why we haven't seen them soon. out in anything. Yeah, soon they'll own them. Soon. Muppets are coming. I mean, I'm sure that that's. Uh, you know that big corporation ITC or whatever it yeah. was that distributed it. I'm sure that they're just going to go. Well, no, we're not going to no, take. No, we money. don't need all your Disney money. You don't need your well, Disney dollars. Somebody eventually is going to realize what it is that makes the Muppets work. Isn't people underneath them with the, their hands up inside? Yeah, of them? that oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, there's a. I'm sorry, they did what? it with those. The last, the last two movies were fucking fantastic. Well, the they're doing the one Christmas was... one too with thought... with Brett. From oh. Flight of the Concords. Oh, cool! Oh, I liked. I liked. I, I thought they were both good. I really, really, really liked the first one, and I think it's just the way Jason Segel wrote it. It just worked. But uh, the second one, it was fun too, but oh, not quite I'm as number Latina one. Fett. Yeah, you're yeah. number two. I fucking love that <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll get some broken news, and then we'll be back. So uh, after, after these, these messages, messages, we'll be right back. Cabin Fever has a great idea this month. Let's all pitch in and make it a thank you month. Thank you for being a fellow geek. Thank you for all the laughs. Cabin Fever has an array of ways to say thank you during this month. From hilarious blank cards, sincere and heartfelt thank yous, to Thanksgiving-specific cards meant to thank the person who makes all the great holiday food. By the way, Cabin Fever thanks you Fellow meeks, geeks, and freaks, you make their days pleasant and you're so gosh darn likable. November is also a great month to send someone a quick surprise note to say thank you just for their love, support, and kindness. Think about it. Cabin Fever is located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Make sure to tell them Geek Show says hey. And thank you. It's Cabin Fever, so much more than a Thanksgiving card store. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by... 
Booze Teak, located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink. Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop local. Broken news. Welcome to it. Uh, so far, the name of the episode is Game of Prize, and I can't remember. Game, Game of, of Prize? Game of Prize, I wrote down. Mm. Well, Rebecca, we like, need to change the name of this episode. Price is Right? It was about Price is Right, isn't it? It might have been. It was Game of Prize, <laughs> was what I wrote down. Game of Prize. Okay, well, okay, uh, we'll come up with Okay, we're going right. to limber up. Okay, well, I mean, I, I I'm, I'm not saying that we need to. I'm just saying that's the name of the episode unless something happens. Yeah, but you don't sound thrilled about it. Well, no. it's just okay. It's, I did some know. comedy squats earlier, and I'm like, I'm Comedy I'm squats? Just, yeah, where you just do squats with your brain. We to, got the ring adventure for uh-huh. the Switch. Yeah. Oh, it's a workout. Hey, are you playing uh, Norman Reedus and his useless fetus game? No. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> Nor- you mean Norman fetus, please? No, I, I like I like to I like to stretch it out. <laughs> so Norman okay. Reedus, useless fetus. Okay. All right. I was wondering. <laughs> He's talking about Death Stranding. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I saw. A- my, my friend got the deluxe edition that comes with the fetus lamp. Mm-hmm. And he plugged it in. It glows. It does. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But it does about as much as it does in the game. It's a wait. It's a fetus lamp. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a jar, a big jar, and uh-huh. it's yellow and it's got a base and there's a fetus in there's it. There's a baby it, in it. And you plug it in, it glows. That's the future liberals want. That is the future liberals want. <laughs> They'll like, be I, taking our babies and making <laughs> lamps out uh-huh. of them. I mean, I want to keep abortion safe and legal so that we can have fetus lamps. Yeah, Wait, how do we? How that's do we... what they want to do: is make <laughs> lamps out of them. How do we turn that into a fun gender reveal where it kills? Two people at well, least. Well, I think we could actually deal with overpopulation. Like, I want to be the Thanos of gender reveals. Snap and a puff of pink dust. And then yeah, and then half, and then half, half the family disappears. Yeah. You brought a baby into this world. Now half your family is gone. Brought it's you, a girl! Brought you back to me. <laughs> That's what they want, the liberals! <laughs> All right, sorry. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, this week... Uh, in geekdom, it's all about Disney Plus. I mean, uh, have you seen it? I can't. I can't get they any got, other news about any other they thing. Got the 1973 Robin Hood on there. Oh, with Alan Adale. Don't you yes. remember having crushes on that fox? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and she uh, uh, made yeah, Marion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I thought I thought all of them were just the bomb when I was a little kid because that movie came out when I was four, and I must have watched it. And you, and you didn't realize how much repurposed animation was going into well, that? Well, Carrie, I was four. Who pays yeah. attention to that one? I didn't four. realize how I, much of that had been lifted from other movies until I was five. I, I noticed. Well, yeah, you were nine. <laughs> Little <laughs> baby Carrie in his glasses. <laughs> like, excuse hmm. me. Actually, <laughs> you use this. Uh, and, uh, mother, I believe if you reference the Jungle Book. Yeah. Mother, this is Snow White animation. No, no. If you'll take a look, Sir Ka. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. My lady. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but it's all Tip about... little baby fedora. <laughs> it's all about Disney Plus this week, because it, it uh, as we record this, it uh, it comes on on Tuesday? Well, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I'm anticipating. What time is it now? Two? Two o'clock? At, uh, on on Sunday? a Sunday, yes. Yeah. At the time we're recording. Uh, all right. You know so, what? Uh, Thinking about it, I'm kind of mad I bought the 4K 
Endgame now. Or could, yeah, because you could watch it with just the cost of your $6 subscription. Yeah. Dang it. Can I, I return it to Google Play? Did you know I didn't buy Captain Marvel, even though I loved it, just because I knew it was going to be on Disney Plus? Mm. That's a GD lie. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm a GD liar. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Uh, so, do do either of you have plans? Yeah. Uh, for Disney Plus this week? Yeah. No. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Because I I watch everything before my fiance does, mm-hmm. and then if it's good enough, then I'm like, curate then it I'll for be him. like, okay, let's watch this together. It's oh. Curated watch list. But That's I nice. also have to watch stuff before him because mm-hmm. he's really good at story and easily predicts things that are going to happen and then Uh will tell me and I'm like I'm a bit of a dullard so I'm like no oh you don't Uh, have the if you talk you're on timeout rule in your house mm. no because I talk a lot during shows yeah oh I will not watch shows with you well, I mean, it depends on who I'm with. I have a like... hearing problem, so if people are talking while the movie's going, that's all I hear. Okay, now, so before I forget this, uh, has your fiancé watched uh, the Watchmen TV show, and and does he have theories on how that works out? Because so I, got, I got none. Uh, he watched the first episode, uh-huh. and I don't know that he's interested in it. Oh, Because okay. I was like, hey, do you want to watch the second episode with me? And he's like, no. Because that, that is what my life is all about right now, is that Watchmen TV it series. It fills and... the, the hole left in my heart by Lost. Because that's what I used to do with Lost every week, was Ooh. I would go online and read all the message boards and find out all the theories and oh, stuff. Oh, interesting. I do the same thing yeah. with The Great British Bake Off. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I always have my theories, and it's mm. it's usually updated on my blog. Is that guy from Mighty Boosh still hosting that? Yeah. Okay. He's right. great. Anyway, back to, <laughs> back to Disney+. Plus. I derailed for a moment. Oh, no, yeah. But, so, like, he's not, he's not interested in Watchmen, but, like, as far as, like, Mandalorian's the big one that I'm yeah. like super concerned about, and I don't think he's going to be real interested in it. So I'm just going to go ahead and watch I'd, it. I'd say him. it's okay to I'm, do that. I'm logging in at midnight tomorrow night. You are Monday because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to see if it if it's up for one, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna do one of two things. I'm either going to fall asleep, mm-hmm. or I'm just going to watch shows all night long and uh-huh. then complain all day about how tired I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I guarantee you, there will be an article one or the other on Bleeding Cool. Oh, good. My Disney Plus experience. I, um, I hope it. I hope that it's just a clusterfuck and no one can log in because I know that there won't be any articles well, that's, about that. That's like my big concern because, like, and I've been asking this for weeks. Are they ready? Are they prepared? Well, and even if they're not, they're just going to spin it. Like they weren't. They they completely overhyped Galaxy's Edge to the point that no one came, and then they turned the spin around saying we controlled the narrative so that people wouldn't come. So if Disney Plus, if you can't get logged in, they're like. We were getting you used to queue times to help stoke your anticipation of The Mandalorian, now on <laughs> Disney Plus, with the 1973 Robin Hood. But in a way, <laughs> you keep coming back to that. Uh, <laughs> He's just super excited. But in a way, though, if it does crash on opening day, isn't that kind of... Oh, it's a good sign. A, I mean, that's I, how... If I were a Disney stockholder, that's how I would take it. So, but then there's guys, you know, out on the interwebs who are like, oh, they fucked up. Um, I'd say they're going to have the same engineering crew because they own Hulu now, right? Yeah. So they're going to have the same engineering crew behind that, basically anticipating bandwidth, making sure they have the server space to do this right. And if it does crash, it's going to be because of anticipation. I mm. don't think it's going to crash. I actually think it's going to run flawlessly. Well, well, that's their thing. This is a giant. Like, this is a, such a giant fuck you to everything. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, their $15 package that they're rolling out is going to be uh, commercial-free Hulu and ESPN with Disney+. Plus. No, I didn't know that. And that's competing directly with uh, with HBO Max. 
which HBO Max was actually going to be an add-on platform yeah. in, until recently. It was going to be like another $10 a month to your HBO subscription. And now, and now they've flipped it. And they're like, oh, no, we need to make sure people can watch Friends with their HBO subscription yeah. without any extra charge. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just a giant fuck you to all of that, especially when you roll in those other two platforms, especially with Hulu taking the more adult-oriented Disney content, like mm-hmm. Hellstrom and uh, your, your other not-quite-so-family-friendly uh, Marvel properties. Yeah. So Howard the Duck. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that I think that's that's literally what they're doing. It's just saying uh, your your stupid program, your stupid platform is is nothing compared to the power of six dollar a month Disney. Hmm. And that's not even that's not even a commercial free plot. That's that's commercial free. There's no pay nine dollars more and not get commercials. Like uh, what is it? CBS All Access yeah. is seven dollars yeah. a month. And yeah, Disney doesn't need commercials. No, they don't. Yeah. Hmm. they don't. But they're kind of saying they don't. We're like we're just going to own your ass for yeah. a while. And I know. I'm going to go down some rabbit holes next weekend when I've got time to to watch shows cuz mm-hmm. See here here's here's what I will wind up doing. Now oh, now question. Uh it, the Mandalorian, are they rolling it all out at once just one a week? Weekly. I think okay. uh some shows have realized I even uh even Netflix oh, has realized this with week? like well, Netflix realized this with uh, Great British Bake Off. Like mm-hmm. they would just do the previous season all at once. Now they're like, "Oh, Actually, people enjoy the anticipation of of waiting a week, and some of the mm. weird behavioral quirks from a show like that don't get obnoxious because it's stretched out a week. And I think CBS also, because they do Star Trek once a week. week th- well, it works, and it works. It works well. Like you get time to digest it. I think yeah. sometimes we get overwhelmed with. Uh, I'll, I'll use Umbrella Academy as an example of that. I went back and rewatched Umbrella Academy, and some of the quirks that were bugging me mm-hmm. when I marathoned it were not there. It's still not the comic book. Yeah. But some of the things that it was like, okay, six hours into my marathon, I'm I'm kind of burning out on some of these some of these quirks or some of these mm. design choices, and instead it was just fun. Interesting. All right. Well, I I guess I'd better look into signing that thing up. I'm such a bad geek. I haven't even looked into any of it. Mandalorian. I haven't either. I mean, I've been aware of what the shows and everything are going to be, but I haven't registered. I haven't turned it on. I haven't done any of that. I read a thing uh, while I was doing some research about a Disney Plus show that's coming up with, with WandaVision, and I was doing some research and I found uh, Bob Iger's big speech on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And the dude, I think he's looking at Disney Plus as like his legacy project before he retires in 2022. Yeah, he's a few years away. Yeah. And, and boy, what a thing to go out on. Right. If he can turn around and say, my last you know, keynote thing to do as as president of this company was to to say, okay, we're we're going to take cinema and put it in living rooms because we know cinemas, we know where cinemas headed. Mm-hmm. It'll be a niche thing here in ten years. I almost guarantee you. Yeah. So you'll still go to movie houses, but there's going to be cinema quality content on your television. Well, I think what you're going to see, and and I referenced this weekend with uh, with Doctor Sleep, mm-hmm. that's a movie that I think people want to see. But we're all now of the attitude of, I'll wait. Right. I'll wait for right. it. Mm-hmm. It'll be in my living room, well, and even, I'll watch it then. You even know? Uh, even uh, get off my Scorsese, basically, yeah. made a deal with Netflix for a movie he would much rather have had in theaters. No one wants that no movie one wanted in theaters. It. That's... Yeah. And, and, and I think that's what we're going to. Right. You'll go to see Endgame. Right. You'll go to the theater to see Endgame and the new Star Wars, but... You'll wait for Doctor Sleep. You'll right. wait for the well, and how well? How do well do you think Jojo Rabbit's going to do? You'll, I, I want to see Jojo Rabbit, right. but I, I will wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Jojo Rabbit's one of those movies that, like, I, I recommend. Like, if you're looking to go to a movie, mm-hmm. like that's one to, to 
looking to go out. Right. But otherwise, like, it's not an event. Right. I'm, I'm going to see Knives Out in theaters because... Because that's an event. It's kind of an event, and it's mm-hmm. it's a movie that I know well, my wife's going to really dig, and, and I know and that... It's, and it's one you're going to want to see before they ruin the ending. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because it's a murder mystery. Anyway... Because well, all the Ryan Johnson trolls that hate him for Last Jedi are going to yeah. come out in droves to ruin that movie. Um, oh, and did you... I, I tweeted it on uh, the Geek Show uh, Twitter feed earlier. It was Ryan Johnson and Chris Evans. They were at some wired convention thing or whatever mm-hmm. and somebody asked him about uh, Last Jedi and his haters mm-hmm. and uh, I loved it it was just one sentence he said uh, listen if uh, if you got a problem with diversity in Star Wars fuck you I just went and Chris Evans goes because eh, eh, eh. <laughs> yeah. he, he is my Captain America <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but anyway you were saying uh, uh, Iger was talking about this whole thing and uh, they've, they've been doing a lot of profiles on him lately because of his book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was in uh, Bloomberg where he said that the upcoming Loki TV series uh, will tie in directly to the Doctor Strange movie, Doctor Strange 2, oh, wow. uh, The Multiverse of Madness. And in some way also WandaVision is connected to it because she's in Doctor Strange 2, Wanda is. And she could also be how they bring Fantastic Four and X-Men into the MCU. Wasn't Mm. there, is this that same article or interview where um, they were saying, this is just something I skimmed off of Twitter, but um, going forward with Marvel movies, you have, you will have to watch the stuff that's on Disney+. That was an opinion piece. Oh, Uh, was it? Iger didn't say that, you know, that you had to. But I know Mm -hmm. Iger wanted... Like he had so much problems with mm-hmm. uh, Ike Perlmutter not allowing them to do mm-hmm. MCU content on Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. and the few times that they pulled it off, it was amazing. Like when the first uh, when the first Avengers movie came, or no, mm-hmm. it was when uh, Winter Soldier came out, and they had the the big Hail Hydra reveal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've been leading up to that all season on mm-hmm. Agents of Shield, and you're like, oh, yeah. cool, that's that's my reward, right? Yeah. But they couldn't juggle that very well. Mm-hmm. No, but I read that same opinion piece, and a lot of people are quoting it as though it's gospel, and it's just yeah. an opinion. I'm uh, sure we got that because covered has it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there was there was a follow up to it that said, no, 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 no. Listen, uh, we're smart enough that we know that we have to make movies for. The right. pedestrians and not mm-hmm. the people who are just, you know, on on the inside with us. Uh, yeah. You know, and so I, yeah, I'm I'm glad that 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 came up. But anyway, so there's that. Now then, the other news that we got, and yeah, we're going to be Disney Plus centric this week. I'm sorry, it's a big mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and it's happening this week. Well, I'm sure if there was a, you know. Warner Brothers Plus platform, we'd be talking about that. Exactly. Even though we hate DC so much. Well, it's just <laughs> I, I keep getting the emails. Um. <laughs> Uh, they've got uh, some writers now, some showrunners and writers for some of these upcoming oh, yeah. uh, things. Now, uh, I, I want to, I'll save She-Hulk. <laughs> I want to, I want to lead with Moon Knight because, again, uh, if you'd have told, if you'd have told us, you know, all those years ago that Moon Knight would have a TV series, we we would have laughed at you. Yeah, we're like, yeah, Marvel's Marvel's schizophrenic Batman comes to life. <laughs> I wear white because I want the I want to, them to see me coming. Uh, you know, and you need a ride. I'm a cabbie too. Exactly. Oh, and I'm also. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, we would have laughed, but uh, here it is. Uh, they have found their uh, head writer, and it's a guy who worked on Umbrella Academy. Yep. The series developer, yep. uh, Jeremy Slater, is his name. Um, he will be leading the writing room on. The Moon Knight TV series. Again, I say that out loud, and I'm just laughing to myself because 
this isn't supposed to happen. Uh, certainly not while I'm alive. I, I like <laughs> my brain is really reeling on who they're gonna have play Mark Spector. Well, yeah. And I kind of hope they don't go with your stereotypical white guy. Like Mark Spector doesn't have to be a white. Dude. There's yeah. There's nothing about that character the yeah. way it's written that he needs to be. So who's your like anybody? I don't who know. Would you cast. I went through. I went through a whole list of people that I wanted, but at first I was just going to white dudes, right? So mm-hmm. I, I had some people that were real prominent ten years ago that I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's acting mm-hmm. right now. Sure. Right. Well, the go the go to answer for anything casting these days is Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. but uh, he's almost sixty. But it's yeah, the the, the actor that plays uh, Mark Spector needs to, well, he needs to be a good actor. He needs to be able to pull off several personalities, right, and make it believable and tragic. Yeah, so that's a tough one. Yeah, and not only that, maybe somebody that can look different with just a little bit of little bit of change, exactly, because. Right? Hmm. You need, you need to buy the fact that he can fool people into thinking he's three different people. Or six. Or six. <laughs> or seven. Let's stick with three for now. Yeah. I don't want to confuse. So he'll be millionaire, Mark. He'll be cabbie guy. And he'll be, uh, who are all the other personalities? Okay, let's There's see. a homeless dude. There is, all right, let me, I, I did the research because I knew that, that a lot of folks, even who listen to this, are not familiar with Moon Knight. No, oh, he's a fringe character. I mean. He is. One of Marvel's, it says here in this, uh, this is from the Hollywood Reporter, one of Marvel's less clearly defined characters. That's generous. (laughs) I like the way they put that. Having had numerous series, mostly short-lived, and several origins, some with superpowers, some with none, since his first appearance in 1975's Werewolf by Night. That's where he appeared. I, I didn't see him until 81. Yeah. When his first series took off. Yeah. Um... The hero is ostensibly Mark Spector, a mercenary who has numerous alter egos, cabbie Jake Lockley, and millionaire playboy Stephen Grant. A millionaire playboy. I want that on a business card. Um, (laughs) In order to better fight the criminal underworld. But later, he was established as being a conduit for the Egyptian moon god Khonshu. Most recently, he was a consultant who dresses in all white and goes by the name Mr. Knight. I, yeah, that one was a trip. That one it was like a white tuxedo with a with a face mask. Yeah, just just a regular old face mask with a moon and on the forehead. But mm. was that what was the one not too long ago where he was in an asylum and he kept hallucinating that the guards were? Yeah, that was the most recent run. Yeah, and it was amazing and it was incredibly good. No yeah. idea what was going on through the whole yeah. thing. And occasionally, this uh, uh, mysterious vision would appear to him and it was someone dressed in a white tuxedo mm-hmm. like like he was in a white suit mm-hmm. but it had a floating like crow skull or something that was talking to him and that was Khonshu yeah. who would show up every now and then and go now Mark you know things mm. yeah so what if you got the guy from Legion could he do that he, yeah I think he could yeah he could but like him being in Legion, and Legion just wrapped. Yeah. Legion is done, so let's yeah. let's get him. Uh, he's he's phenomenal, and I mean, I wish Legion had ended less Legiony, <laughs> for lack of better words. But there 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 are a ton of actors in their mid thirties that could play that character. But uh, anyway, yeah. So Moon Knight TV series, and then this is very exciting. This is some great news because I honestly I think this is how this character needs to be handled. Mm-hmm. 
uh, we got uh, She-Hulk head writer. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, uh, this uh, writer, this woman, <clears throat> is known to all, if I just say two words, mm-hmm. Pickle Rick. Yeah, she wrote that. <laughs> yep. Fun fact, she, boys, yeah. most of the people who wrote that season were women. That's right. Yep. Jessica Gao is her name. And she won an Emmy for Pickle Rick, uh, which I just think is hilarious to say. Uh, she also wrote some episodes of uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, she wrote and executive produced a, a comedy pilot, which I want to see, called Lazy Rich Asians, <laughs> which uh, w- was shot this year. I want to see that. Uh, but uh, they're moving forward with the She-Hulk character. She's got the bonafides. Now, for those who don't know about She-Hulk, I mean, it's you could easily stop and say, eh, it's a girl Hulk. No. no. A lot more to it than that. That was the, I didn't know this until I did my research, the last major character to be co-created by Stan Lee. Really? Oh, really? Was She-Hulk. I didn't know that. Wow. Uh, Jennifer Walters, an attorney and cousin of Bruce Banner. Hulk. On an, an emergency blood transfusion from her cousin, Hulk. Uh, gave Walters her powers, but unlike Banner, She-Hulk was able to keep her intelligence and personality, even though she was hulked out. Mm-hmm. So she was the same. She just looked differently. But she can't turn back into Jen Walters. She's, Depends. I, I remember her changing back and forth. Every when I was a kid, like every iteration that I know, like she stays as green. Green. Yeah. yeah. Currently, the most recent run that just ended, she was able to change back, but it was, like, difficult. Yeah. And in the Avengers, she is currently a member of the Avengers, and she's Hulk all the time, and she's not real articulate. Mm. Mm. And, she's, and she's having an affair with Thor. She she um, is also the uh, the missing element for an A Force movie. Yes. So you get this started, you get this mm-hmm. rolled out, and mm-hmm. then you have. I mean, we had that one scene in Endgame, right? That kind of teased that. Mm-hmm. You get a good Jen Walters in there. You've got A Force. That scene that a certain uh, alleged film critic mm-hmm. uh, had a problem with. No, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Felt forced. <laughs> the time travel was forced. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just ignore him. Yeah. Uh, the wasn't char- for you, douche. It, exactly. Uh, the character's first comic series and her initial appearance as an eventual member of the Fantastic Four in the 80s mm-hmm. uh, played her heroism fairly straight. Uh, But a relaunch later by John Byrne in 89 saw the character veer into meta-comedy. In the 2000s, her series have kept the comedy vibe, playing on the conflict of having a tall, muscular, green-skinned lady act as a lawyer for all types of superheroes, which was a lot of fun. So it was kind of like a Harvey Birdman, an attorney at law kind of a thing. And and that was fun. So she was like Ally McBeal that way, in a way. Right. but uh, with with the comedy roots of this writer, uh, Jessica Gao, uh, I'm really looking forward to nice. She-Hulk. I think that's I kind of hope fun. with that, because like if you ever read Kate Leth's Hellcat, because mm-hmm. she shows up in that as just like a, oh my God, why are you doing that? Like just mm-hmm. to, um, <clears throat> Hellcat, oh my God, I can't remember her name, Trish. Mm. Trish Walker. Um, Trish Walker. But like Trish Walker in Kate Leth's Hellcat is just so like, young and just not put together and so she relies on jessica and jessica's always like oh my god why are you like this Mm -hmm. but like that kind of element i think would be so fun to see and if they're i mean this is just me wishing but like if they could introduce like hellcat 
Oh, through that, get get her back from Jessica Jones. Uh, no, just like a different version mm-hmm. because the because the route they were going on Jessica Jones, I saw what they were doing and I kind of dug it. Yeah, but it would be really cool to see a different version of Hellcat come through. How how far are we from Marvel being able to actually use well, the Netflix shows again? By because the, by the time they get around to making these shows, I don't know how it works with writing. Yeah, if you're in the writers' room, but by the time they get around to making these particular shows, it'll be at least the two-year window that we were told about. Right, and I I could actually see them because the biggest thing that plagued all of those Netflix shows was a lack of budget. Yeah, because you you don't you don't have a character like like you know Power Man and not show him capable of looting yeah. more than punching a door down, throwing cars and shit. He needs yeah, to be throwing cars. And he's shit. he's a thing level. Strength, yeah, right? And exactly. Jessica Jones, same thing. They didn't even show her fly. Yeah, they alluded mm-hmm. to it a lot. They she jumped high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you, but then you turn around and get a show like Altered Carbon, where they're like, "Yeah, we can do twelve million an episode, no problem." Yeah, I think that was just a contentious relationship between yeah. Netflix and Marvel. You're at the probably time. right, but I think if they if they get the rights back and they get the people lined up, because they have their kingpin. Oh God, yes. There is no other. Mm-hmm. There's no. Kingpin. Yeah, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. Jesus Christ. I mean, I, st- I will still hold... Well, he could play Jesus Christ. He could. Yeah. I still hold those, Jesus. those three, and that's the show. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Fat, Fat Jesus. Jesus. I still hold those three seasons of Daredevil on Netflix as just absolutely stunning yeah. and wonderful yeah. and, and everything about them. But yeah. Daredevil's one of those characters where you don't need to spend a lot of special effects. No, uh, but it would have been nice... It would have been nice. ...to see um, a little aerial movement from... They hinted at him doing rooftops... Yeah, but the dude does more than rooftops. That's true. Plus, right. if you're, you know, there's there's a lot you could do with those characters. Yeah, I, I, there is. But I'm not going to go there. All right. <laughs> but another show that you're going to get on Disney Disney Plus, and I'll watch this and cry all the way through it. Uh, Lady in the Tramp is called. <laughs> I saw a scene from that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and I saw promotional photos. Okay, I'm getting off the rails. Promotional photos of the two lead dogs in various places at Disneyland. And they looked sad. Oh, no! Because there's poor Tramp, and he's like, why am I sitting here? Why, why, I don't understand what's going on. I am I'm dog. So, why am I here? I am so, oh, yeah. no. It was just so sad to see. Now, the, the lady dog was like, hi. How you doing? Hello. But poor Tramp, he was like, I don't know. I don't get sausage for this. Oh. He, he was sad. Anyway. I get sausage other places. Uh, uh, Marvel's Hero Project is the name of this show. Um. A blind football player, a child abuse activist, and a girl with glitter shooting arm are part of. It's a non-scripted series. It's a. It's like a docu series, reality kind of a thing, mm. where they will find these extraordinary kids that are doing extraordinary things and follow them around. Oh, cool! A show to make me feel bad about myself. Exactly. And then at the end of the show, they get a comic book made about them uh, that Marvel puts together. Uh, so. And I'll be sitting in my sweats exactly. in my poorly made ramen. That's exactly what the show is. A story of 20 kids across the country who are just as heroic as those they've looked up to in the comics and on the screen. And it will premiere on the 12th. Um, it's, a non- non- it's a non-scripted reality show. The comics will be available digitally for free after each episode airs on Marvel Unlimited and on Marvel Digital Comics Store. So watch that and cry and then wow. ask what you're doing with your life. Well, I know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough of the Marvel Disney stuff. We'll move on. You don't want to go to Hulu? <laughs> we'll 
go to the Hulu coverage now. No, I got a few things here. Uh, we did get some more casting for the Batman movie. Oh, uh, yeah, I with, saw this. Uh, with our Pats. Uh, our Bats. Our Bats. Battinson, whatever we, we're calling him. Um, they have cast Alfred, and they have cast the Penguin. Alfred, Andy Circus. Perfect. In just an acting role. He's not going to be an ape or something. Uh, he can. He was claw. He was claw. Yeah. Oh, no, he's I've claw. seen him. I've seen him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw him once too. He smells good, mm-hmm. like cinnamon. What? I imagine. But he will be Alfred. We... Making stuff up again. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, this is interesting because it will reteam him with Matt Reeves, right? Who directed him in the Planet Apes of the movies. Apes movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, and the Penguin, an interesting cast. Colin Farrell. Oh, that's perfect. I thought this was a joke when I read it. So did I. Yeah. That's perfect. But then I got thinking about it. And I think about, I mean, the the Penguin portrayal has has varied throughout the history of the character. Yep. Um, Could we finally get a hot penguin? (laughs) Well, I think what we're going to get is an uglied up Colin Farrell who's going to kind of... The Arkham Asylum games, you yeah. remember Penguin in them? Yeah. Uh, and and he, he had like a, the bottom of a Coke bottle was his monocle, yeah. you know, and he was really fucked up. I don't know. What if they capital S, capital E, subvert expectations, and we get Hot Penguin? Hot Penguin? I'm all for Hot I, I could. Hey, show me what you got, you know? Right. Show I, me I, what I you got. I think Burgess Meredith kind of changed Penguin, right? And then they, they, tried to, they tried to psycho it up with, with Danny DeVito, which is still my favorite Penguin. Yeah. And then Robin Lord Taylor tried to do the, you know, more of a physical role, less less yeah. of the fat bodysuit on Gotham. Although he he had that for the last episode, yeah. and, and yeah. it was kind of fun. But yeah, I I think a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, if he's not fat Penguin, he's not Penguin. But the character, oh, no, we just imagine it. We get like a Gene Kelly type, yeah. nice tux, yeah. fancy monocle, you're, evil. You're evil so person. excited about Hot Penguin. I want Hot Penguin. <laughs> okay. Hot penguin. The more I think about like it, like I said, show me what you got. The more I think about yes. it, I want hot penguin, hot Riddler. I see the penguin, the beautiful penguin, <laughs> hot penguin. Show me hot penguin. Uh, and and then there's a couple of trailers I want you to see, and then we'll get to uh, some movies that uh, Rebecca has seen and uh, reviews. I got a couple of trailers I want you to watch. Uh, the first one is the Invisible Man trailer. Go watch this. I it's, didn't see it. It's creepy. Wink. Is it Do creepy? Because it? it's invisible. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's really interesting to see the direction they're taking with that. All right, uh, Elizabeth Moth, uh, Moth, <laughs> Moth, <laughs> excuse me, being slowly driven insane by her abusive ex-husband and the fact that he's invisible. Uh. So it's like gaslighting. Oh, to that's the, not great. It's gaslighting to the nth degree. That's oh. why invisibility always bothered me because mm-hmm. they don't they don't really portray it the way that I think certain people should be using their powers for evil yeah because they mm-hmm. would be mm. i don't and think i don't think invisibility is one of those things that a a, 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 a virtuous superhero would would have necessarily yeah, unless right. you're the invisible woman right um, well what about the boys they show that in the boys invisible guy he lurks always per- in the woman's he's always bathroom. perving out exactly yeah. yep uh but go watch this trailer it's it's creepy, and I, I think we're going to get a really hell of a performance out of Elizabeth Moss in this one. Of course, she always, you know, is good, but... Well, what about Elizabeth Moss? I don't know about her <laughs> yeah. so much. As long as there's a light. I think she's a friend with Hot Penguin, isn't she? <laughs> and then the other one that I want you to watch, this is for Apple TV+. Plus. What's it's, that? How now, much does that cost? 
<laughs> Dang it. Know. There's so much stuff on Apple TV that I want to watch. I don't have anything remotely Apple related except my work laptop. Yeah. <sighs> and it's all new stuff. It's yeah. all original programming on Apple Plus. Like, it's... I really want to watch Dickinson because John Mulaney shows up as Henry David Thoreau. Mm -hmm. In a comedic role. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jason Momoa just got renewed for season two of C, even though no one has seen it. Well, oh, no geez. one's. No one's. Uh, yeah. No one's seen the Snowpiercer series. It hasn't even debuted yet, and it's already been greenlit for a second exactly. series season. But there's a, uh, and I thought this was a movie at first, but it's a series, and I don't know how you do a series with this. This seems like just a, a movie to me. But I want you to go and watch, it's called Servant. Mm. Oh, this keeps popping up on my Twitter. It's M. Night Shyamalan, right? Yeah, I wasn't going to say M. Night Shyamalan because that leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. Creepy baby. Oh, sorry, I take it back. But uh, Creepy baby. But Creepy it's, baby. A, it's a series, and it's... That's all I'm going to say is go, you know, stop, pause, hit pause on the thing and go and watch the trailer right now. And Cool. And you tell me. It's got Toby Kebbell in it and I like Kibble? him a lot. Kibble? Kibble? But what about Elizabeth Moth? <laughs> what about Elizabeth Moth? She, she's, you're, the, she's a Scientologist. <laughs> you're, you're pushing that to be the title of this episode, aren't Elizabeth you? Moth? Elizabeth no, it's got to be Hot Penguin. <laughs> Hot Penguin versus Elizabeth Moth. <laughs> The ultimate showdown. It really would be because he's just like it'll I be, don't. Know. It'll be V Elizabeth Moth. The Elizabeth Moth. <laughs> the Elizabeth Sorry. Moth. Elizabeth Moth. Yeah, I, okay. I I think that was actually a uh, swell season album. <laughs> the Elizabeth right. Moth. Uh, and and finally, this uh, uh, I got a, we got an email from uh, Jeff. Uh, it says uh, I've been watching all of the MCU with my 11 year old over the summer and fall. We watched Guardians 2 the other day. My nine-year-old was in the room when they said they needed to escape from the Sovereign by traveling through a quantum asteroid field. My nine-year-old immediately, immediately announced, I guess the asteroids will be teleporting. I had no idea where you got that crazy idea, but sure enough, the scene cut to an asteroid field where the asteroids were appearing and disappearing all over the place. Apparently, they were teleporting. I asked him how he knew that, and he said, Duh, quantum teleportation. It's the only way to teleport, but not currently safe for humans. Uh, idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> okay, baby Hank Pym, calm oh. down. So, oh. so that's from Jeff. That's so funny. Uh, anyway, let's uh, get to some movies that you have seen. Oh my God, I saw then. so many GG movies. First one I saw was Midway, which is that World War II, directed by Roland Emmerich, and it's World War II. Like It's like they reached into a, a bucket and picked a World War II battle, and we're like, okay, we're going to make a movie out of it. Mm -hmm. And it's just so bad. I left the theater, ranted about how terrible it was to the studio reps, and then a gaggle of ROTC kids and an actual code talker oh. left the theater. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yikes, bye. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I gave it like a 1.5 star out of 5. Really? Because... I hated it so much. Mm. It's just explosions, and you're only supposed to care about it because are you an American? No. Then <laughs> you have a reverence for anything related to World War II, and that's why you're going to like this. Do I, though? Do you? I mean, you better, World communist. She's, Thank she's, you. She's asking you to <laughs> yes and. Oh, yes and. No, <laughs> I don't want it anymore. Then I saw Knives Out. I don't think yes, I can and? talk about that. Lee? <laughs> And I saw Knives Out. Yeah. That one was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but you can't give us a full review. Yeah. No. I think what I can say, though, is uh, I was about halfway through and I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like, there's no like message or anything that Ryan Johnson's trying to get across. And then you get about three fourths of the way through and you're like, oh, there it is. And it's a very good message. And I have a theory that I want to test out after this movie comes out. I already know the, th the, the message. 
I'll t- we'll talk about it later. Okay. Kn- knives bad. <laughs> knives out. May have you tried forks in? Mm. And then I went immediately after that to see Last Christmas. Not a rom-com, more of just a Christmas movie. It's got Amelia Clark in it and Henry Golding. And it's just fun. If you like George Michael and Amelia Clark. I hear that there's a ton of George Michael music. It in is this. nothing but it. It is a Christmas I mean, George like Michael movie. He did the, the it's the all The guy from Arrested music. Development? Yeah, yes. exactly. Oh. Yeah. yeah, because it's based on his song Last Christmas. Really? And then Amelia Clark's character is obsessed with George Michael, and mm. it is a whole thing. But not a rom-com, just a Christmas movie. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, the wife feels like we have to go see this to support the Asians. And so I'm like, oh, I don't want to see I went, I this. saw it, I went and saw it with an Asian, and he was like, my dude! Like every... <laughs> we were weird. At 10 o'clock screening on a Thursday night for a Christmas movie on November 7th, we were the that's, only people in the theater. That's oh. interesting. Okay. So weird. Uh, and then the next day, I watched In the Tall Grass on Netflix, which is uh, based on the novella by Stephen King and Joe Hill. Okay. So I was like... I watched it on the oh, recommendation of a friend. Of, one of those is a very thorough writer. And so I, I watched it on the recommendation. Maya suggested it, and I was like, hold on. I did not know this was a Stephen King thing. I, If this gets weird, I'm yelling. Mm-hmm. And it gets real weird real quick. Mm-hmm. But not in your typical Stephen King kind of way. I think because Joe Hill was there to be like... Calm dad, dad, yeah. dad. If we're going to go weird, we're going to go this weird. Right. Mm-hmm. And not not it gets coke like, weird. Yeah, it gets like Lovecraftian and... Yeah, it's a very Joe Hill thing. It... it I was, I'm not going to lie. I was like just stoned enough that I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I'll go with it. it was, it's weird. I had fun. If you like, okay. like real weird. And this is on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Um, and then I went and saw Parasite. Oh, it, that made a lot of money. That made a lot of money. Um, and that, that film company, uh, they're getting in bed with Hollywood. They, yeah. They, 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 Hollywood has seen them and went, oh, okay. Yes, so we can do that. The same guy who did The Host and Mother. Um, not Darren Aronofsky's mother, but the other mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's this Korean family, um, that starts working for this wealthy Korean family and, mm-hmm. uh, just, uh, twists and, uh, it makes you feel both like super icky, but also like at the end, like your heart hurts because mm-hmm. you feel for these people. Yeah. Oh. So, That's how the host was. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It, it's so good. You have to read. I'm sorry to say you have to read the whole time. Because it's, it's in Korean. Because it's in it? Korean. Yeah, okay. But I recommend that one. And then I watched Paradise Hills, which was a Sundance movie. Um, it's got like Emma Roberts and Mia Hovich in it and Aquafina. And I don't know what it was about. <laughs> like uh, Emma Roberts wakes up and in this like emotional therapy retreat place that her family has sent her off to. It's very just like stylized and visual and... Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what it was about, really. <laughs> the uh, His Dark Materials show that just started on HBO last yes. week? Yes. How did uh, that go? It's actually really good. Really? So, yeah. The little girl is the kid from Logan. Oh, oh yeah. That's why she looks familiar. Yeah. And then Ruth Wilson, who's like the... Uh, she's, she's she's Alice in Luther. She's I, I the, like her a lot. She's amazing. She's yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's, it's done very, very well. And I think the fact that they're doing one season per book allows them to kind of stretch out and tell the story right. Oh, good. Because the Golden Compass movie from, what, eight, nine, ten years ago, it was it was all right. And you know, parts of it were really cool. But this it has... It got a lot of hate. It got a lot of hate because they had to they had to try to cram a 300-page book into a two-hour mm-hmm. movie. And in this, they're able to take the time to actually tell the story. And 
it's neat seeing the kids with their demons. Demons are like your your soul, and uh, they shape shift until you hit a certain age. And oh. so, whenever the whenever the girl is running around with her best friend, like their their demons are running around with them. But sometimes they're birds, sometimes they're ferrets, oh, sometimes. And it's just it's neat, but there's a sinister element to it that's that's fun. So I'm I'm having a good time with that. Okay. And you're talking about Joe Hill. There's an issue of uh, Lock and Key just came out. Oh, nice. Yes. It's called Dog Days, mm-hmm. and uh, it takes place, I think, in the 1940s. But it's it's about the house and some people mm. who live there. And it's a lot of fun. It's just, I won't get into it. Cool. It's just fun. Cool. And, of course, I'm still just all about Watchmen. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. This last That's episode of Watchmen? I haven't watched any Watchmen. I am not watching the Watchmen. <laughs> I want to be the new president of the Gene Smart fan club. And also the Jeremy Irons fan club. Jeremy Irons ripped. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's all that Mufasa work. Yeah. Not Mufasa uh, he was work. Scar. He was Scar, but he did Get work. it together. He, he worked over Mufasa. <laughs> you had no idea. It'll take a lot out of you. Yeah. No, I mean, Gene Smart is just so good in that role mm-hmm. as uh, Laurie. Yeah. Um, just, just amazing. Because, like, you can tell, like, she's broken and bid through some shit, but she still wants to do good. But mm-hmm. also, like, you deal with the complexities of what she has been through as a person trying to be well, a decent person now. And finding out what happened to her in that 30 years mm-hmm. from the end of uh, the comic book to now and how she's gone from, you know, mm-hmm. hanging out with Dan and being Silk Spectre and, you know, Silk Spectre and the Owl for a while was what I was told after the comic book, even though they weren't supposed to. All right. They did anyway. How she went from there to what she is now, 30 mm-hmm. years later, I'm curious about that journey. Yeah. But uh, Jean Smart. Because yeah. she is whip smart, too. Yeah. Mm. Like she's, not, they, she's not a dumb person, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Just, just a, anyway, I'm, I'm, that's, that's all I'm focusing my time on these days. Is I this should Watchmen. probably get caught up before Disney Plus starts. Yeah. And I lose. You got three hours today. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I can do that. Well, and there's well, an episode then, tonight, yeah, so, four. so four. Okay, so four. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> it's, I can do that. It's so good, Lee. I just can't get it's over so how good, good it is. It's so good. All right. I'm going to watch it. It's making me so happy. I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to make doilies to All sell right. on Etsy. Okay. okay. We'll get back to the episode Hot Penguin. Hot Penguin! Versus Elizabeth Moth. <laughs> Fine. We did it. We did it. Oh, I'm so proud of after, you. Uh, after these, please to enjoy. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. I want to remind you about what's happening on the month of November at Dr. Volt's. Legion of the Superheroes number one. The great heroes of the 31st century are back with John Kent, the new Superboy, in an ongoing new series by Brian Michael Bendis and Ryan Souk. Umbrella Academy Christmas Special will be available. Hazel and Cha-Cha, the bizarre assassins who first appear in Umbrella Academy Dallas and blew away audiences in the Netflix series, track down a rogue time agent and cross paths with a plot to discredit Christmas. Dawn of X is also uh, happening. The brand new saga of the X-Men continues this month with New Mutants and X-Force, two new titles featuring the young X-Men and their new path as the X-Men move in their bold new direction. They're open seven days a week. The hold or pull service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. They are located at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by Booze Teak. 
located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink. Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop local. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. And we're back. Yeah, that was a good. Right. Da, 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 God damn, taters, precious. Your lady uh, knows how to fuck up a potato soup. Mm-hmm. No, she, no, no. She tricked no. us. She put veggies in it. Think, think that through though, the way you said it. No, that's your a, lady that knows how good. to fuck up some potato soup. Culinary yeah. world, they might think you're insulting her. Yeah, that you're saying it's the opposite. exact opposite. No, it's it was like, delicious. And it's like when you say somebody's fat with a pH. Oh. It'll be like if or Jay said, shit. you know how to fuck with some soup. Yeah. Right. Ah, okay. Yeah. And then she says, well, I'm eating it. It's healthy, too. I was like, come oh, on. God damn it. Yeah, did but ruin you it. You had vegetables in it. You showed her by just dribbling a long, slow stream of soup back into your bowl. <laughs> right. It was really good soup. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to... Uh, oh, hey. Oh. Here's something I didn't know. So, you remember that show uh, about uh, Batman's butler? Yeah, Alf, oh, the days and nights Alfred? of Molly Dodd. Yeah, Pennyworth. The yeah, one? Pennyworth was good. Okay, see, fucking fight me. Here's the thing. Wait, I that, didn't even know it was out yet. Did that I, show yeah, that air already? Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing with with Pennyworth is it was the people who did Gotham, right? Mm-hmm. But they're like, okay, we're gonna do a prequel series about Alfred Pennyworth in the 1960s after he leaves the Secret Service. Yeah, but when was it on? It was on Epics, like in June oh, or July. Epics. Epics. That's what the epics. fuck is Epics? Exactly. Epics. Epics is like one of those weird semi-premium television cable channels. Yeah. Cable channels. Yeah. But what what it does is it kind of answers some questions about Gotham that I didn't know I had, such as well, like not why only, was that a show? No, it's a Jeez. really fucked up timeline. <laughs> like his England, 1960s England, Queen uh, Queen Elizabeth never actually married Qu- uh, Prince Philip, so she's good. Fuck him. She's she's kind of on the prowl <laughs> Whoa, for the whole wow. thing. There are several secret societies waiting for her to fuck up so that they can take over for the glory of the crown. Does she want Alfred in this? Oh, she's she strips him. Yeah, good and hard. Boy, uh, I'd watch that version of the crown. Mm-hmm. So he's he's kind of a scrapper. Like he's it kind of shows why Alfred and Gotham is such a badass well, ass kicker. You and I kind of agree that the yeah. Alfred and Gotham is the best Alfred. He's the that best we've Alfred. Had. As much as I watch that show, I would agree. Yeah. So so the Pennyworth Alfred, it's, it's like show. it sets it up. The first episode, he's walking down the street after he gets in a fight with his dad, and his dad just is like, "You should be a butler, son. There's good work to be made in butling." And he's like, "No, I want to be a I butling." Wanna, yeah, I Bubbling. want to be yeah. a Butlering. bodyguard. He wants to be a bodyguard. And I so buttle? as he's walking down the street, that is actually what it's called. You are yeah. you buttle as a butler. Yeah. Yes, there fuck are you, uh, there fuck are, you, Rebecca. There are gibbets. <laughs> there are gibbets lining the street of England. The gibbets are those crow cages that they oh. put convicts in. Oh, yeah. I, I thought you just made like words. gibbons like yeah. no, yeah. no, they're making up words. He's, there are gibbets lining the streets of London, and oh. there are wanted posters everywhere. It is a very dark fascist England in the 1960s. And I really dug it. Like it well doesn't get junky in the way that Gotham did. Gibbons, fascist. I think you're making up all these words. So is it canceled, Carrie? Nope. No, uh, actually, I, I the reason I brought the story forward is because I didn't realize that the first season was on. Oh, okay. Yeah. And secondly, the the second season. 
Second, yeah, it was renewed for a second season, but it's not like Snowpiercer, a show which didn't even hasn't even aired its first season yet, and it's already been greenlit for a second season with Sean Bean. Yeah, how are they going to kill him? How, well, probably exactly. quickly. I mean, very interesting. Snowpiercer. He'll probably get it like the babies. Snow. Babies taste Snowpiercer. <laughs> <laughs> the train that pierces the snow. I saw Guns N' Roses snow. this week, you guys. Oh, oh, that's that's terrible. Sad. Why would you do that? I had fun. <laughs> Axl Rose, bloated old Axl Rose comes on out. And I'm like, stop running. I, You're going to tire yourself I, out. Um, <laughs> I have a theory that that is not Axl Rose. Someone who just kind of no, looks like him a little bit. It's the uh, it's the mom from uh, throw throw mama from the train. <laughs> Ellen, Ellen. But uh, Axel Rose tries so, to do his dance moves. <laughs> he can't do it. Just look like Chris Farley. So like in Sat Paradise City, where he's like you serpentine. He like tries to do a serpentine yeah. move, but he can't. He's like he's got no just, serpent like, falls left. Down. Yeah, it's just a skeleton. He's got like can't eight different far. hats. You're like. Looks like you're going to have a baby. He wore five different t-shirts slash one t-shirt the whole way through. Started out gray, ended up black. He's sweaty from shredding. Oh, okay. Then sweaty. he did a handstand. Who Axel? did? Slash. Oh. Just to show, like, look at this fucking asshole. I can still do it. Uh-huh. I thought uh-huh. Fat Axel did a handstand. No. no Faxel. Faxel. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember oh. Carrie. Jake's owe me a coat. Okay. Carrie saw Guns N' Roses like 20 years ago, but they, they brought out a couch so they could do an unplugged living room set. It was yeah. it was they actually out, rather nice and intimate. Yeah, they brought out a piano for Axel, and the chair was half a motorcycle. Whoa! Well, that doesn't seem very practical. Practical at that all? Sounds expensive. I, and also for a Guns N' Roses show, awful lot of covers. Was yeah. there? That's it. So, like, you're basically you went with your dad, huh? I went with both my mom and my dad. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's the review that your dad did too. He's yeah. Just like, Meh. So you know what half a motorcycle is? A unicycle. So it was a unicycle right. piano? Get the fuck out of here. He's right, He though. sat on a unicycle. He's right. A unicycle piano bench? On a yeah. steel horse I play. Different That's guy, the wrong I think. band. Yeah. Wrong Did he do Bon Jovi? <laughs> <laughs> no. He, they did Misfits. Um, what, no, mis- no, what, no, no, no. Duff. It was Duff, though. Duff what? sang Misfits. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. He, what song? He, what he Misfits song? I don't know. Don't ask me these things. I ain't no and goddamn then, son of a bitch. There was a Bob a Dylan bitch. one. I got something to say. I was looking say. at a set list from like a couple shows ago. They did They did a Soundgarden cover, and I was like, oh, fingers crossed. But they didn't. Did they do Butthole Son? They, uh, <laughs> they did previously. <laughs> I mean, he, I he guess. Gets it, it, he gets it wrong. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's his best to go. It's just best to go with it. Stop. Don't make <laughs> Don't make fun of Chris Cornell. I've seen him 32 times. I can make fun of him all I fucking want. Butthole I saw him for seven dollars at the Speedway hey, see, Cafe. If you change it to butthole son, you could be talking about your kid. Won't you come? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Butthole son. Why don't you clean up your room? <laughs> yeah. Break, yeah, you break away my leaves, buttholes. Wash away the stains. Yeah. Mow the now you lawn. get it. I get it. I totally old. get it. Yeah, and then why? Clean the gutters. Get the gutters. Get the gutters. <laughs> and then why is butthole son? Eat your peas. Each this this bit is going on for as long as the Guns oh, N' Roses show. I accidentally show went on, hung myself, which and was yet, too long. And Jeez. yet, it's still twenty Jesus. minutes shorter than an SNL skit. That's true. Um, all right, not skits, they're sketches. I think we found a good middle ground. Chris Cornell hung himself. No, he yeah, was I got unlike it. Jeffrey unlike Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. This next story for hmm. Shannon. Oh, 
old shit. They're always bad. That means it's bad. Oh, wait, no, and no I think you'll like this. Uh, you always say that, but I don't. I'm a big old fan. Yeah, I think you'll like this. Okay. Because you... Uh, Is it a Guns N' Roses you story? Like the, the t- Shut up, Tony! <laughs> you like the Tyler Heschlin as Superman? Yeah! Oh, yeah! He's my buddy! Yeah, yeah, that's right. You interviewed him. I interviewed him at the, the con, the, the, not the Comic-Con. At the, the not the Comic-Con. Fan, the Phoenix. The Phoenix. I, I don't Fanx. like him. I don't Fanx. like him. As, as Superman or in general as a No, person? in general. Like four years ago, I was just quietly studying in my dojo, mm-hmm. and he broke in and uh-huh. killed my sensei and my Shut entire up, family. Shut up, that's bullshit. He was, he was on that? Team Wolf. Uh, <laughs> he no, but I saw this. Dojo. Are you he downplaying the Wolf. tragedy and heartbreak yeah, I felt? Cause, uh, yeah, because it's Tyler. <laughs> he was also on Another Life. Which aired on Netflix. Uh, Another Life with Katie Sackhoff. Yes. Which oh. I think you might enjoy. It's not the best science fiction, but no, she but gives it her all. It's, it's all right. Netflix, and Netflix doesn't do good science fiction. Uh, they also didn't get hey. much of a budget, because sometimes the sci- the special effects felt pretty 2007. Yeah. We're getting season two of that. But, got, yeah. uh, another season? But what, another but another, what you want another life. with the Katie Sackhoff <laughs> is her um, YouTube series that she started doing this summer. I found it delightful. What is, what is it? It's it's Katie Sackoff's YouTube channel. It's just her doing it's just different her saying stuff. It's well, called it's Jack like, Off with Sackoff. I'm there. Shannon. <laughs> no, she's there's there's two where she's tra- where she's you know getting ready to do the the Ragnar you know the Iron Man's race oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there's another one where she like stop laughing your own jokes, Jenny. I can't <laughs> yeah. help it. So, so anyway, your your boyfriend Tyler. Uh-huh. Killed my. He's a sensei. good Superman. He's. Uh, I think he's a good Superman too. They're gonna give him his own series. With, well, him and Lois. Lois. Him and Lois. It's By the co- way, that's Shannon's seventh masturbation joke. Uh, true, Lois. So. Uh, I'm trying to do all masturbation jokes all the time. You get a solid. You get a solid fifteen paper. minutes out of that. It's Elizabeth Tullock is her name. Yeah, she reminds me. She was a good me, Lois Lane. She reminds me of Margot Kidder. Me too. Without the tragedy and lack of teeth. That's true. <laughs> She's never hidden a bush. She's never hidden a wood pile. Um, yeah, so they're they're going forward with that. And, and so and we'll um, see what happens on the CW. Well, and on Supergirl, Superman hasn't been around because he moved to Candor. Uh, Krypton, Can- not Candor. Krypton, um, Tony. Yeah, he brought it really back from Tony. the dead. I think right it was Candor. Yeah, they moved to Candor because uh, Lois had a baby, and so like the focus of the show is going to be like, how did Lois have a baby? It's well, the Clark Superman fucked her and fucking came in her. We know that <laughs> Wait, from maybe Mar- that's why. Oh, no, hang on a no, minute. Maybe maybe no. that's why they went to Candor's because Man. if it's under a red uh, sun, uh, uh, he's just uh, a normal uh, human. Uh, that's that's. Uh, and that way just, you'd have a baby it's just regular cub. You'd have a baby that wouldn't rip through your body. Well, no, and it wouldn't be a bullet. Yeah. And it wouldn't yeah, be a bullet. It's not the a baby I'm concerned about it's the cum just firing out you at guys. the guys. Mm. Carrie's trying Come to tell on. you about Man of Steel Woman of Kleenex. He has right. He has 100% control over his guys. body. Guys. You think he has control over how fast he jizzes? Absolutely. He's fucking Superman and also <clears throat> No, she was. It's, it's <laughs> not like he's shooting fucking babies out of his dick. You don't know you fucked him. They're pearls. Tony? I've never knocked somebody out by coming. I have. Oh, yeah, actually you have. <laughs> that is impressive. And you didn't she, tell and us you had a superpower. And she said that with great candor. I, uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> the bottled city of I made, uh, I made, somebody, I made uh, my ex-wife throw up on her wedding night when I came, but, you know. What? Uh, sure it's because we were drunk. I was going to say, I wasn't you. You know what uh, show I'm really glad yeah, got canceled? It was you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm glad Krypton got canceled because that show was a piece of shit. It really? was a piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. It's on right. uh, But anyway, that I was, was sad so... though that Lobo got canceled before it got made. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Emmett Emmett Scandlin, mm. Emmett J. Scandlin, he was an okay Lobo, but he was not a great Lobo. Yeah. They did a great gag with him um, thrusting his arm through a force field right when it was coming up so that his severed arm was on the inside of the force field. And then he shot himself on the head on the other side, and then the arm regenerated a naked Lobo. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So that bit was good. And the guy playing Brainiac was amazing. But, oh, he was so good. But the rest of the show kind of... No, he was a good turns. Brainiac. James yeah. Marsters. Fuck he you. was. Because they played... They played that, shit. They played that Depeche Mode song when uh-huh. he was in the Fortress of Solitude. Shannon, was, you agree? No. <laughs> I fucking hate that show. I hope that Tom Willing gets fucking killed. In crisis, in crisis. Who's going to save me? He will. Somebody, Somebody better save me. I loved when they played that song on uh, on Supergirl last year when they went to the Kent farm. <laughs> That's right. They, did they? That they did. And, yeah, uh, in the background. They, they I gotta like, watch this. Show. Anyway, the Tyler uh, head press. Oh, did, we've moved on. Yeah, we moved on. We're, yeah. Yeah. We're, he's got we're he's struggles be, of raising a kid yeah, and having a job. Yeah. I hear he knocks people out every time he ejaculates. That's what I hear. Every time yeah. he what? Ejaculates. I just heard jackalates. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's actually when you carve a jack-o'-lantern. He ejaculates <laughs> with his jack-o'-lantern. Sorry, it's you Halloween. guys want to come over for some jackalating? What? <laughs> he can do both. At the same time. What? Like, so like, so, so you're, in your guys' head, Superman's cum is the exact opposite of Stan Lee's cum. Exactly. Pops of dust. <laughs> Exactly. Stan so Lee one's like, Stan, one's like, I mean, uh, Stan, 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 Stan goes, Stan goes. Everything is dust from him now. Yeah. Stan mm. goes. <laughs> and Superman goes, boom. Like that? No, it's so, no, like it's a, just a, it's like a bullet ricochet. It's more of like a. And, and, because of, and because of the situation, it'd be like a, it'd be like a silencer. So you wouldn't really hear it. Yeah, because it's muffled. Do you get it? I, yeah. I, you guys don't. This hear is a play it? on the word "muff," right? You guys don't hear it when you I get come? it. <laughs> so I hear this every time. It's weird. I'm really maybe s- it's just me. I got I a hear problem. Pew pew pew. I hear. <laughs> is that weird? It's unfortunate, is what that. Well, is. I've got a loose. You should have that looked at. I've I'm, got a loose opening. <laughs> the whole thing I'm worried about now is, I mean, if you I stop don't... sleeping with all those men, maybe you wouldn't be so loose. <laughs> no, my dick hole loose. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> no, he, no, he's been storing things in yeah. it. So it's, yeah. Uh, I just it's the way it's the way I, he treats his body. I'd like to I'd like to shove a blueberry in there and pretend like it's eating it. Oh my god. <laughs> you go, little guy. Enjoy nom the noms. blueberry. Type for right. some nom noms. <laughs> I'm moving up to strawberry soon. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of Stanley fucking anything right now. Yeah. He's been dead a while. All right. Necrophilia. Well then let's move on to some Makes Marvel. Makes you want to crack open a cold one. <laughs> Get let's, it? Yeah. Let's move let's move High on five. to some Marvel stuff okay. then. Uh, since someone brought up Stanley. Tony. It was me. Was it, it I was, was talking me. about Stanley's oh. cum. It was him. That's right. Shannon. Superman <laughs> and Lois. Sorry, I'm writing it down. Okay. Um, Stop it. Don't. <laughs> so, you know my rule about thou shalt have no other podcasts before. Right. Yeah. That's one. why I put out Gadget Spot on Tuesday and not on Monday. That's considerate of you. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome. <laughs> I listened to lore before I listened to this. I'm sorry. What is it? What lore? if I listen to like a lot of podcasts? Get out of town. I really like lore. It's a quality I show. cannot stand lore. Who's well, lore? All right. Lore doesn't. Uh, Data's brother. He has a podcast. He yeah. drives me crazy. He's, I like lore. That's okay. You don't have to like it. I also anyway. like Mark. I like Mark Maron's podcast. No one, no one likes <laughs> WTF. Mark yeah. You guys no, didn't. that's not. I'm just asking. You guys yeah. didn't hear Carrie say anyway. Anyway. Oh, anyway. <laughs> 
Um, Stop talking about other podcasts. <laughs> well, I'm about to talk about other podcasts, oh. but, yeah, but he can't. Because you captain. you listened to that uh, Stitcher one with Wolverine, uh-huh. right? You listened to the the two seasons. Yeah, hey Wolverine, do this thing. No, <laughs> Make that me. was that was the first season. <laughs> yeah, was come and do the come and help us with this thing. No, no. why don't you okay. come over here and help us solve this murder? No, no. no. Lift it yourself, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was that kind of shit. No, you need three. I'm gonna eggs. go cry by this picture of Jean Grey. You need three eggs for a proper omelet, Bob. Uh, but then they did season two, and I haven't heard season I two haven't. yet. So no, he was actually really helpful. Like he got a job in the at a kitchen, yes. and he was able to use his claws to whisk. <laughs> Makes perfect Wolverine sense. Wolverine, do this thing, yeah. maybe. Think about it. I'm a prep chef. I make the fluffiest Bob. omelet. So chef. The trick, yeah. the trick is whipping in enough air. In the great northwest. You have, to whip, the, you have to whip the I'm eggs. I'm the best at what I do, and what I do is... Make omelets. Prep. I, I have prep. a mimosa special. Call it the bub. Also, yeah. cook the omelet in the oven. It'll Jason. rise like bread. Jason, mm. you, Jason, I don't like it when you call you know, adding a roux to thicken a sauce bullfucking. That's just not right. It's, it's adding a roux. Silver Samurai! <laughs> so, uh, I guess... Uh, <laughs> Anyway. Who was it, Pandora? Yeah, Pandora and Sirius, I guess, are owned by the same... Parent company. Billionaires. And uh, they saw the Stitcher thing, and they went, oh, that seems to be working. So... <laughs> was it, though? Is it? Apparently. Did Stitcher make any money on it? I guess. Hmm. It's probably the and one they thing... They sold some advertising from the purple bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and our show. They're selling Chevy trucks. On our show? It, sometimes... Because well, I listen with Stitcher. I listen yeah. to podcasts with Stitcher. It's just a, an easy app for me to use. Well, I would really and like to say that the Chevy Durango is a fantastic truck, and I use it whenever I have I can use a new truck. Just because, oh my gosh. Because people the Durango ask me, is a Dodge. No, people ask me all the time. <laughs> no, people ask me all the time, are you getting that Ford F-150 money? You must be. And uh-huh. I'm like, huh? huh? What are you talking about? Well, apparently sometimes at the beginning of Stitcher, they just throw in an you know ad. What? They yeah, do yeah. that on this well, portion. Uh, this show, we Broadway, just get, Broadway's we get, getting paid for that. Are they? <laughs> yeah, yeah they because we get... Carrie, we just get fucked left and right. Because I listen so, on Spotify, and it just is on there. Yeah, it's just on. Yeah, I. Yeah. They, they 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 run pre roll and post roll on these sites like Stitcher and uh, Podbean, who who hosts my podcast on. Uh, mm-hmm. And if uh, advertiser wants to put stuff in front of my podcast, I put it in there as yeah. If you want to run an ad in front of it, go for it. Oh, they have to let me know first. I don't know how Stitcher. I don't know how Stitcher does it specifically, but Podbean comes come, is supposed to. It's never happened. I don't no, get Stitcher paid. No, Stitcher just pulls from but, uh, from your RSS feed, right? Allegedly. Oh, that's right. Stitcher, Stitcher doesn't host the podcast. No, no. It only pulls. Yeah. So I don't so, know if they're if they're paying Broadway for it. That's I'm, a good question. They gotta be paying Broadway because that's how Spotify works. So, Spotify just pulls from the RSS. Feed. Anyway, Shannon, hope, the, I, Shannon, the grown ups are talking about podcasts. I'm yeah. talking <laughs> again. But yeah, the point is we're not getting any. Ford F one fifty Durango Chevy money. We're not getting that Ford F one fifty money. Like, like, is Deloitte getting that money, and then like I'm saving up for gum? I don't know. Well, how, <laughs> how much gum do you gum. buy? I don't know how this shit works. <laughs> one package. How a big month? is the package? Well, it's fifty regular. To be fair, it's it's the gum with the gold flake in it. Uh, he loves yeah. that. You know, he, it's very pricey. It is. It's a little irresponsible, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he enjoys Help it. My so also, uh, it's his, I don't. It's his nice thing that he likes. Also, he needs nice things. Yeah. I've been saving up for the gum that Amy Winehouse had in her mouth when she died. <laughs> That's good. No, gum. those were just her gums. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. so I'm going to oh. chew them. So anyway, podcasts. <laughs> podcasts. 
So Marvel has inked a deal with Pandora and SiriusXM to make more podcasts. Podcasts. So the shows you're going to get are uh, four 10-episode scripted series featuring Wolverine. No. Hawkeye, Black Widow, and Star-Lord. The fifth series will see all the characters team up. Oh, they're trying to do a podcast Avengers. Yeah. A PCU? Avengers. PCU. Oh, wait, no, wait. MPU. Podcast Universe? MPU, yeah. Marvel Marvel Podcast Universe. Universe. You guys are great. All right. Um, (laughs) Thanks, Shannon. And then there's going to be an unscripted series, which is like Marvel History. Which would be the one that I'd be interested oh, in. Oh, I was really hoping, because I really love improv podcasts, you know, so I was hoping it was going to be like an improv like podcast. Like the, the guy playing Wolverine is like, all right, throw out a place. Give me a place. No, Give me a time pro- period. Here's the problem with Wolverine on your improv troupe. You need a, you need a little yes and. Oh, He's, He's just no. He's just He's no. The whole time. Yeah. It's also uh, Richard Armitage, who, from what I understand, doesn't really have the uh, mental processing ability to do. Much more than answer yes and no questions. Really? You know what I like? Armitage might be really smart, but what I know a like, few people that have, okay. that, that have talked to him said that he didn't really seem to be operating on mm. all cylinders. I, Just I, read the script. And, I, like yeah. com- I like comic books that you can't see or read. The first, so you mean TV and movies? You know, the first... No, you can see TV. Oh, the, that's the, right. The Wolverine... I'm stupid. Is, yeah. the first, it's on Stitcher and it's free right now, the yeah. first season. It wasn't horrible. Ow. I didn't think it so, needed but, to be ten episodes. But here's the thing, you know, I don't fucking care. Hey, oh, okay. I stand by my. I go by audiobooks, the Marvel audiobooks. They're for audiobooks. Period. They're pretty <laughs> I good. I just like. I just finished. You can say audiobooks as much as you want. It's not gonna I agree. I'm I just finished. I just finished the newest Star Wars one, Resistance Reborn. Where it takes place right after Last Jedi, and Poe realized, "Oh my God, I'm a fucking idiot." See? Yeah. I'm listening to uh, Oathbringer by Brandon Sanderson. Uh, yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Yep. Audiobooks. I'm the Oathbringer. The Oathbringer's a sword. He doesn't I, talk. I'm the Oathbringer. I'm, I bring the oath. <laughs> Would you like some? Here. <laughs> this is. Uh, I've I got just, extra. Is it, is it overnight oath? I just made it. <laughs> I ground this up. It's oatmeal. I just moved. I just moved into the neighborhood. I brought oatmeal cookies. (laughs) There's raisins in these oats. Oh, I thought this was chocolate chip. No, it's oatmeal. No, or it might be ants. Um, and then finally, you need the protein or pill bugs. Finally, these last two projects that you guys need to just know about. Okay, I'm excited for this. These are happening. You don't even know what it is. He said I need to know about. That's all I need. He told me. I know. I know how to play Tony. See, <laughs> like a fiddle. That's right. <laughs> all I have to say to Tony is Nicholas Cage. I'm in. See, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's all I gotta say. Uh, he is attached to star in Wally's Wonderland. Huh? Wally's Wally's Wonder. Wally's Wonderland. Not like Wally War- Wally's World. Wally World. It what? is a horror From film. National Lampoon's. Oh. Uh, that is. Essentially, Five Nights at Freddy's. Nicholas Cage in a haunted amusement park. Five Nights at Freddy's, kind of. He's basically done a full <laughs> circle. He's just like, I'm just gonna do weird, stupid shit. Well, he needs to he pay his to bills. He gets to get paid. Here's, here's the thing. Here's what he I owns discovered. Like three castles. Okay, so here, here's the here's and the plot. Pays no taxes. Exactly. Nicholas Cage plays a janitor forced to spend the night in a twisted amusement park. It's five Nights at Freddy's, where he is pulled into a living nightmare as the threatening animatronic characters come to life. 
The janitor has to fight his way from one monster to five another. Nights at <laughs> it is five nights at Freddy's to survive until morning and get out of the park. How are they not getting sued? So, well, that they called it Wally World. Oh, okay. but now, but here's the thing: is that the Banana Splits movie is that same thing? Yeah. Yep. Did you watch was, it? Oh, I watched it. Did you? Did like you it? love it? No. Oh. It terrible? Love it, love you just it. got caught up on the costumes, though. I was kind of lingering on that. Yeah, because that's, that's when snort- I first brought it up to you, you were like, I don't like the costumes. I'm like, that snorky costume is not canon. I'm sorry. Oh. That's not- Why can't you see past paint color? Man. I know, right? <laughs> I wish I could, but oh. anyway. Yeah, that's Five Nights at Freddy's but, but or Banana Banana Maramas. Banana, banana Splits. Banana oh, Banana Splits. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't remember. It's a band, you know, okay? I, I do, I <laughs> do really want to see the horror version of Bananas and Pajamas, though. Listen, that exists. The dog is the lead singer and guitar player, Ooh. and his name is Flegel. Okay, <laughs> makes total sense. I don't want to hear any more from you about. I'm, I'm that. sorry, I want the Carrie. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I will to do this, All but right. Flea is Flegel. I will never badmouth Pajamaramas ever again. It's not. <laughs> nope. Ban- Banana Jamma was an 80s girl band, and they were all hot. They oh. did that song, Cruel Summer. Oh, yeah. Shannon, yeah. it's time for Jamma. one of your jokes. He mentioned hot girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> Masturbate. There but you here's, go. But here's what I'm getting Is that all you have to do is wave some money in front of Nick Cage, and he'll do anything. Exactly. For money. Yep. He'll eat things me, for money, I think. Me too. <laughs> Just say, I'm not that far removed well, from. Nick, Nick Cage and hey, I got a lot in common. Hey, uh-huh. Nick, hey Nick. Nick Cage. Want to eat this bag of crickets? Okay. Oh, no. Sure. How much is in it? Well, how much? Uh, how damn, much no, there's like 300 crickets in here. Do you want to eat those? 300 crickets? I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. $45. Yeah. $45? 45 I'll do it for 45 <laughs> You know, it's an excellent source of protein. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's halfway through the bag already. I played Night Monkey in the latest Spider-Man. That's right. And then this. You want the full cage. You like ghosts. <laughs> I, I love ghosts. You like ghosts. A bag of crickets really make your shit stick together. That's right. You like Chirp, ghosts? Chirp. No. Almost as much as oatmeal. It depends once, on the ghost. Like six years ago, I was practicing my katas at my dojo, and some ghosts broke in and killed my sensei and my family. My kata. With Tyler? Yeah. Well, that was the year later that Tyler broke I like the How go- many dojos I, and senses do you have? So many. As many as he needs. I like the ghosts of my hopes and dreams. One in every major city. Um, so, so ghosts. Yeah. Oh, Shannon. <sighs> get it. So, Hear me out. Here's the pitch. Okay, ghosts. Okay, <clears throat> elevator pitch. People like a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Yeah. You I know, like it. Well, you know what's never been done? Not a Christmas. Carol. A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Karen. Yeah. Now I want to talk to your manager. I'd like to talk to the manager of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Santa? Ma'am? No. Ma'am? I oh. am the manager. The manager. <laughs> it's never been told from the point of view of Jacob Marley, right? Because that's what you were well, dying I mean, for. That's only thought. Which one's him? He's only in it for like ten minutes. He's the he Scrooge's business he's, partner. He's the one that says if, you're going to be visited I, by three other yeah, ghosts. Yeah. I if I wanted, if I wanted a supernatural story told from the perspective from of a, a, a Victorian era libertarian, <laughs> I don't need that. I'll, well, I will watch it if it's if it's Jacob Marley having to coordinate everything behind the scenes to get the ghost <laughs> right, visions okay, to happen. You're up next. Yeah, exactly. You're up next. What I want, go, go, if go, he's a go. stage manager, I'm in. Right, what I want, pass. Go, go, I want a go. Christmas Carol from the perspective of Bob Marley. <laughs> and, it's, and, and it's Ricky Gervais. Yeah, see? As, As we're everybody. Making, we're making a good thing but here. Wait, okay, wait. Why don't we have a fucking deal? Wait, let me, okay. let me sweeten it. Christmas Carol Kane. Let me sweeten it. <laughs> Okay. Candy canes? 
told from the point of view of Jacob Marley. Uh-huh, and and you guys, it's a musical. Well, I'm out. No, fuck that. No, <laughs> but but I wrote some songs, you guys. No. Oh, let's, let's hear them. Let's, let's hear them. No, I got. Uh, All right, fine. Uh, Scrooge is a dick. Yeah, he's a real dick. That's a good one. Actually, yeah, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. How about this one? It's an earworm. It's so very cold in my office. Because, you know, Scrooge... Right, right, right. Oh, he won't let him put more coal the in coal, the fire. Yeah. Right. Uh, Stoke it. How about Stoke this? It. I got one. I got one. Stoke it. <laughs> and then... My kid is fucking crippo. And then my kid has a <laughs> thing. Look Actually, at Hamlet Brown. My kid has a thing. That's the name <laughs> of the song. My kid has a thing. That's the name of the song. My kid has a thing. And he has to use a crutch to get oh, wait. around. And then the kid has no. a song. I've got We're getting thing. our characters mixed up. Because Marley is not the He's tiny the Tim's dog from dad? that movie, no. Marley and Me. No, that's the other ghost. That's the ghost that Marley was the former the, partner. He was the former partner. Okay. Yeah. How about this? No, his, mm. I screwed up. How about, okay. That guy's kid is fucking crippled. Yeah. See, that you guy, gotta, all you have to do is change a pronoun. Yeah, yeah, it's you were, you were You were trying to uh, tell the story from the perspective of, of uh, Bob Cratchit. Which has Cratchit. been done. Yeah, and that was done. That was Muppet's Christmas Carol. Well, and not only that, the but they, they did it in the uh, they did it in the 1960s uh, with, the, with the cast of the Shirley MacLaine movie. Um, I can't remember what the name of the movie was, though. But they were just like, they were bored, so they thought they'd do the, oh, okay. the story, the musical. Um, so, like, so who's Marley? So this Jacob, movie th- Jacob Marley was his former partner that died before he did. Yeah. For being and, a miserly fuck. Yeah, and then I he got... forged my chains in life. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. 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 You'll be visited tonight by three so spirits. It, it, it was literally... Et cetera, et cetera. It was literally Dickens warning us against the danger of supply-side economics and liberalism. Er, not, I mean, not liberalism, but... Uh, huh, obviously. It, yeah, well, you know, I'm wrong. So it's just going to be that guy sitting around going... It fucking sucks being dead. <laughs> that's actually one of the songs. But I wish sucks I was sucks alive. Being dead. It's Christmas. It, uh, <laughs> it sucks. Duck, 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 be fucking dead. Let's let's wrap this up. What do you got there, Lee? Uh, get some uh, get some new stuff from Privateer Press, and this is for the Monster Apocalypse line. I brought Monster Apocalypse stuff up a few months ago. Yes, um, they're very cool. Yeah, they've brought. So again, it's a it's a game with giant robots or monsters fighting each other. Mm-hmm. So this is the uh, hard to say Gorgadraton. It's like a Megazord from. Uh, the Power Rangers. Oh. It's a big robot lizard monster. Um, and you have a giant white gorilla monster called White Dijon, who I absolutely... Mustard? He's a mustard. White, absolutely love this guy because he's a giant albino ape. And he's, he's spicy. Got, he is spicy. Actually, he's he's, he's probably, no Mugatu, but I like he's him. He's no Mugatu, but he could be a Mugatu. Yeah. And then uh, Ulgoth is this like kind of Tentacle. tentacled Cthulhu monster. Ugoth. But my favorite Ugoth. thing that came out this month is the Ape Bombers. And it's uh, it's apes with rocket packs that uh, can drop bombs, and oh holy hell! Yeah, exactly. So they fight for the ape army, and uh, you know, you know how Carrie and I are, are about apes. about giant apes. Yes. So, uh, so this is so it's um, like some kind of jet pack they have on or uh-huh. something. Yeah, oh, and again, funny. there's another general, another giant ape uh, who has a rocket truck on his shoulder, and he's firing rockets out of the rocket truck like that's his bazooka. So that's. I could get behind that. Yeah, Monster Apocalypse is a super cool game. It's just goofy as hell, and you smash up cities this, and fight this, each other. This is great because it's like gorillas, uh-huh. and they have jetpacks on, and the jetpacks have like two engines on them. Yeah, but they're also standing Are they on L shape or J shape. They're J shape. They're standing <laughs> on missiles. Yeah, 
the the bombs that they're dropping. Well, right. so it's kind so of they, they got them in their feet. And yeah. That's how they drop them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, makes perfect sense. I love it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, privateer press. They they've already done Let's War make Machine a and, about and a bunch it. of other stuff. And it's, those are cool I've games. But Monster Apocalypse really hits all of my giant monsters versus giant apes buttons. So. And that uh, tentacle one could be the end of the Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah they that's just, the octop- the squid monster. The that's the thing with the game is you pick. Uh, also, the apes are the protectors. They're the good guys. Of course, uh, they are. Also, the giant lizard that's like Godzilla is also a good guy. But the uh, yeah, the bad guys are usually like. Right. Wait, so the robot's a bad guy? The robot is part of society? the destroyer. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Who, Who te- built is, him? How about his technology? It's 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 a, it's a metaphor. Oh, he's his own yeah. AI that went rogue. Yeah. I see. Monkey oh, like serious. Really, it's Charlie Day. Because we're supposed to Monkey you know, be afraid of technology. Robot. Exactly. Yeah. You saw Terminator, robot. right? Yeah. All of them, except, yeah, I've seen the new one by now. Because that's the. It was yeah. great. Because that's what they teach you in there. Do you have games? <laughs> I do. Uh, Jumanji, the video game. No. That was a movie. It's also a game. So can I play as around. Kevin Hart? I don't. I don't know. Can I play as Karen Gillan. I didn't even know this was out until until I saw it on the list. So maybe. All right. Okay. Uh, it is us. It is a big week though for video games because uh, new Pokemon for the Switch. Oh. You got Pokemon Shield and Pokemon Sword. So if you like the Pokemon's, pokes, that's a that's a big deal. It's, it's Nick Squirtle, <clears throat> Agent of Shield. Exactly. Uh, those those use actual like sword and shield movements. You have to block your attacks from opponents. Yeah, with, with the touch screen. Uh-huh. So oh, okay. it, it's looking pretty good. I I, I like uh, a Pokemon once in a while. Uh, Shenmue Three, finally out after after years in development. Um, if you didn't play the first two on Dreamcast or Xbox, you won't care about this one. All right. But it's basically uh, Japanese soap opera, the video game. Whoa. Now, really? if it was telenovela, the video game, I'd be all over it. Me too. Yeah. Serious business. Seriously. That's right. And my daughter's dating a vampire now. And But also this bandits. week, here's the one I'm most excited for. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order comes out this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this one looks really good. I played 10 minutes of it. Developed by Respawn, the people that did Apex Legend and Titanfall. Oh, this is the MMO? Nope. Oh, wait. No, it's, it's the one that stars Cameron Monaghan. It's, oh. it's an RPG, and and it's uh, it takes place right after oh, the fall right. of the it's Jedi Order. Oh, that's right. It's not an MMO. Yeah, that was yeah. it takes place thing. right after the fall of Jedi okay. Order, and the gameplay is a lot of fun. All right, so yeah, then it, I'll be fine with this because it it's, it's single player. Great. And they yeah. said yeah, specifically they're not going to have any famous. like multiplayer stuff like that. It's great. all just here's a great big story game. I that's what I want to talk to anybody. You got this cool little robot buddy that follows you around everywhere and helps you do all the hacking. I said I don't want to talk to anybody. That's what I want. It looks really good. It does look good. All right. And it looks pretty. Like it's very yeah, well, so, cinematic. So yeah, respawn, right. respawn uh, has been using the Source engine, which was the engine Half Life Two was developed on, like twelve years ago, mm-hmm. and they've been modifying it a lot along the way. Um, but they finally decided, okay, this engine's too old. We can't do what we want with it. And there they made Star Wars on the Unreal Four engine, which is a cutting edge, yeah. uh, fantastic multi-platform game engine that. That uh, is very user friendly for the developers, and you get a lot of really good games out of this game right. engine. So it's it vis- visually, it always looks really good. It I'm, stands up against the bugs. Uh, I'm looking forward to yeah, it. I so. don't like bugs. I'll borrow your copy. All right, all right. I'll give you my login, or that. <laughs> I'll take either one. Uh, Mr. B, if you would please. Okay, I think okay. We're done so here. I got this idea. All right, all right. Come on, elevator pitch. Let's elevator hear it. pitch. Okay, so we've seen the Christmas Carol. Yes, right? we have. I saw it. Yeah, it's fucking yes. great. Everybody awesome. loves it. Everybody loves it. Classic tale. Oh, like right? Scrooge. Okay, Scrooge was the best version. I agree. But have we ever seen 
the Christmas Carol. Yes. From the perspective of the Christmas ham. Genius. I like it. Hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs>